1: Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey
0: everybody, this is Tom Jacobs. Welcome to The Soul's Journey. Uh this is my little radio show and I like to uh talk at you and also take your calls sometimes, which I will be doing in the second half of the show. So um so get your uh, your your birth data and your and your little typing your phone fingies ready, because uh, I will take your calls and questions. Uh, the show tonight is called the Plan, <laughs> and uh, I was I was listening to a, another show um, recently, and somebody was talking about um, you know just kind of like how we how we think about our lives and how we. Um, expect things to happen or don't expect them and kind of like, what is the plan for life and, and how do we make the right choices? And so I just got inspired, uh, to work with this idea, uh, the plan, what is the plan? Is there destiny? Is there predestination? Is there, you know, a force that, that guides things? Cause a lot of us, uh, can at different times in life, perceive that things are happening outside our control. And if you've been listening to the show with any regularity or listen to the podcast episodes, um, from, you know, um, the last almost a year, uh, I've been offering these teachings to you on the show. And, um, you know, if you've been listening to that, then you've heard that we have free will and you've heard a bunch of examples of changing karma. And, and so I want to go into that tonight, destiny, predestination, the plan, free will, um, that kind of thing. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, excited when people, Well, I'm excited when I learn (laughs) that I have free will and that I, uh, you know, when I get insights into my own process to change something that's not working well in my life, I, I get tremendously excited. I am all a Twitter and, uh, and, and then I, uh, you know, Obviously, have made that my job to do what I can to offer other people uh, those the insights about their own uh, free will and how to change what isn't working in their own lives. So I have a ton of um, you know periodic or regular and frequent experiences, you know, pointing out to somebody this is what it looks like is happening. It looks like this thing was already decided, or it looks like this was fate. Or destiny that's the other word that gets us uh tripped up that I would love to um smash against the rocks of uh of free will and the, and determinism will be the third word let's 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 dash that against the, the, the rocks of spiritual evolution and maturity um all, all three of those words destiny fate and um predeterminism so uh so that's that's what we're going to be talking about on the show tonight and your caller you know your questions dear dear caller um at, during the second half of the show may or may not be about that don't worry about if if you you can call me about essentially anything but um predictions and questions about where you put your keys and if your dead cat has something nice to say to you basically anything else outside those categories i'm happy to address it doesn't have to be about this that this uh, free will versus fate discussion the announcements to share with you uh i had a, a really interesting kind of fascinating um frankly if i can just keep going here exhilarating experience uh over the last week that is um that has altered uh what's going to happen during this saturday on august 31st the uh energy and emotion clearing event that i'm doing from 3 to four thirty p.m pacific time uh, and i encourage you to sign up for that or get the mp3 afterwards um What what ended up happening is um, a long time guide of mine, the very first spirit guide of mine that I met, and it was um, New Year's Eve Day, two thousand four. So the very end of two thousand four, I had a my very first channeled reading, and after interesting intuitive psychic things were happening, and I talked to some friends, and um, basically in you know two two thirds on the way to terror because things were just weird and consciousness, you know, adventures in consciousness and apparent disasters with, you know, what I was aware of and new information and weird insights. Um, And so I got help. And the first episode was that day, uh, December 31st, 2004. And I got a channeled reading where the channel described a guide of mine, said, yes, you have guides. And I said, oh, well, that's a nice thing to know. And I went through this whole process and uh, described the guide. And it seemed very significant. And then I went um, – my friend uh, drove me away because I was visiting another city at the time. My friend picked me up and drove me away, and I, and I said to her, a mile a minute, all the stuff about this reading. And I said, uh, and this was the description of one of my guides, blah, 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 blah and she kind of froze at the wheel because he had come through to talk to her about me in the previous couple of days so this physical description she had already seen him and so it kind of freaked her out because he's kind of a he's kind of an intense energy but anyway i have not talked about this outside of maybe four or five people in my personal life in the last you know eight or nine years so um this morning he came or well he, the last week he's been really helping me focus and and kind of heal something, and he let me know over the last couple of days that this energy channeling event i 'm going actually going to channel him as well as Jehudi. so now i 'm working with two beings who are kind of um you know kick butt figures uh, in in the metaphysical arena so i'm 'm really thrilled because um' But all of a sudden, it feels great to talk about my relationship with this being. So, you know, um, it's just kind of an interesting, interesting timing right before this this event that um, my relationship with him alters. So his name is Sariel, and we spell that S A R I E L. And he's actually uh, kind of a you know, like when I talk about Jehudi, the ascended master, um, then I talk about Saint Germain and Merlin and Thoth. They're kind of different. Um, radio stations or different, yeah, different radio stations for the same consciousness. And Serial is kind of what I perceive as one of the radio stations for Metatron. So this is, this is who's kind of been behind the scenes helping guide me for quite a long time. And, and as of this morning, I had a breakthrough with being able to hold his consciousness uh, in, in my field. And it's all about this. Uh, this channeling event on Saturday as a next step for me. So I think we're not going to do monthly channeling calls anymore. Uh, the monthly full moon calls with just Jehudi. Now, uh, my consciousness is, is full of Jehudi. <laughs> uh, and he's with me always. And so I'm now, uh, enabled or opened up to work with this other being more directly. So you're going to get, um, on this Saturday event, uh, it's going to be kind of, of incredible, I think um, what I'm able to do, holding both of the consciousness levels of these beings, and uh, channeling and doing energy work for you. So it's kind of a long explanation of that's happening this Saturday, and I strongly encourage you to do that. Join the call live, and if you can't, uh, get the get the MP3 afterward. The effect will be captured vibrationally on the MP3 on the recording through my voice and you'll be able to, to benefit uh, after that. So get all the info from tdjacobs.com forward slash time and look for the um, August 31st event. So that's the major, that's the, uh, major uh, uh, first announcement. Um, other upcoming events, the Family Sessions course begins Sunday, September 8th for three Sundays. Learn about astrology, evolutionary astrology and family soul contracts, and that is um, giving you insights into how families pick each other. How souls within families uh, function and operate and affect each other. So that's pretty powerful. And I and I uh, picked the client to be. I, I mean, I reached out to a client to be a guinea pig, and she agreed. So now that's all set. Uh, and so uh, you know, I kind of know how you know some things about the course that are going to happen because um uh, now we have the chart and the person set up. So that begins Sunday, September eighth, and the intuitive skills development course uh, begins September twenty ninth, where I'm going to teach a small group of people. To open up and trust intuition a tour of their chakras, and you know basically setting the stage for for you as in a small group to be able to be your own guides and to connect with your own guidance to c- connect with a lot of inner wisdom that maybe isn't trusted or isn't developed so I'm excited about that too so now to the uh, the topic of the show. Um, The plan, predestination, fate, you know, when I talk about, I talk about karma extensively and I talk about how karma is in fact comprised of beliefs that we carry and that we vibrate, that we expect something to happen or to happen in a certain way. And because we're vibrating it, it's like this uh, structure in our consciousness and Things in the world around us and other people rush in to help make it true because we're vibrating its truth. We're vibrating that it is true. So people are helping us out. Situations come to us. Now, enough of a certain kind of experience happens and we get really upset because there's a pattern and we're probably unhappy about the fact that it exists and it keeps happening. So as you listen, you know, to, to the show, as you, um, you know, read my books and uh check out my blog and um you know you're you're hearing that you can change karma by changing beliefs and that will change what comes to you. And that's what I have a a bajillion examples from my life and my client work to talk about. And I, I do on the show on a regular basis. And when you hear callers call in, I often uh, tell them, you know, Every time I try to tell them how to change the thing that's happening, you know, to address the core belief that is causing the thing that's not working. So what we do is we go about our business observing these external circumstances that are, you know, so to speak, having their way with us. It can seem that way. These things are apparently happening to us. So how can we come out of this feeling that there is destiny or fate or that certain things are predetermined? And the first thing is um, – and this is this is what I teach my astrology students, uh, tutoring students as well as people in classes. This four-step method of chart analysis that is the foundation of the Soul's Journey trilogy uh, explains how the structures of consciousness are set up. And what actually happens? So, what 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 beliefs are associated with the uh, my uh, my strength, my ability to be self confident in a very deep way, and that would be a, a Pluto category belief. So, in the chart, Pluto tells me about your relationship over the course of many lives, including this one, the multi life journey of soul is what we're talking about here, uh, with power, with strength. And now, what you 're going to experience in your day to day life is uh, a relation or the the effects of your relationship with strength and power you 're going to experience, "Oh, I can do this, I can effect this change I can you know make this thing happen or i can 't make this thing happen i can 't make that change or this thing is overpowering me or something like this." But how can you get over the idea of fate and predetermination? It starts with looking at that Pluto as representative of your relationship with power and strength and therefore self-confidence and the deepest, most rich kind of self-love. You will see the events. So let's say Pluto's in the 10th house natally for you, 10th house, house of career, fame, public life and actual work and career. Pluto there says over many lives, you are trying to figure out how to be strong in a social context through a job, through a role in the community, through developing a reputation, uh, expressing ambition, something like this. You will experience, oh, I got that promotion and feel great, or I didn't get that promotion and the, everything that was ever created sucks. That's what you'll experience, the kind of emotional attachment to what happens. When you look at a chart the way that I teach people how to do astrology, you understand that your relationship with power is the thing. So can you get inside your belief about what it means if you get the promotion and also get inside your belief about what you feel or or think it means if you didn't or don't get that promotion? So that, you know, maybe the promotion thing is a pattern for you one way or the other. Of course, if it's getting the promotion, you don't notice it because you're happy. If it's the unhappy version of it, um, you know, you won't see that it's a belief that is creating that situation. So whatever, whatever it is that's happening in your life, whatever pattern may exist or may be there, it may feel outside your control. And here's the thing. It absolutely is within your control if you're willing to participate with life by understanding the map and the roadmap and the uh, agenda that your soul set out for you. So if you have Pluto in the 10th house natively, and there's this thing about reputation and respect, for you to come out of the feeling of predestination and determination or fatedness, destiny – for, you know, for you to come out of that requires—I mean, all it all it requires. <laughs> you know, I know when I do this, it makes it sound simple, but what all it requires is stop taking everything personally, and stop being so invested in particular outcomes, and investing like all of your emotional health in one outcome or the other. There's also uh, this 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 element of possessing a fear and being attached to it. And that will actually vibrate things into our experience as well, into our lives, you know, vibrate experiences, uh, relationships and situations and opportunities into, into our lives in order to give us the opportunity, uh, to find out that we're wrong and to challenge the beliefs that we carry. So just kind of process that, process that for a couple minutes. I'm going to take uh, my first break and this is Tom Jacobs on the soul's journey. I'll be right back.
1: Answers To help you navigate life, the book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth, Saint Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds. Why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it. And tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey Soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey Soundbite today at tdjacobs.com.
0: Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and uh, tonight's show is called The Plan, and I'm attempting to um, dash the ideas of fate and determinism and and destiny against uh, the rocks of uh, conscious spiritual evolution and free will, (laughs) and uh, I will take your call starting in a few minutes. I'm going to give you the number again now. It's 877-230-3062. Again, that's eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two. Your question doesn't, of course, have to be about the topic tonight, but it, it certainly can be. And maybe I'm uh, vibrating people to me tonight to uh, to talk about that. Um, so your relationship with the thing that's happening will tell you about your beliefs about it. And um, but what happens is we see the painful thing happening, and then. We our belief gets reaffirmed. See, there it is. It's happening again, and and actually, you you are in charge of what interpretation you assign to anything that happens. So this is why getting present and clearing out energies like this this big event that that I'm going to facilitate and channel these uh, two um, these two powerful dudes on Saturday the thirty first. Why clearing your field out? Why getting present? Why meditation? Why um, eating well? Why you know taking care of yourself in all ways? Why having boundaries and saying no to the garbage that comes to you in your life? Why all these things are important is so that you, you can be present and you can observe what is actually happening instead of you know fitting it in terms of the beliefs that you carried into life. And that seemed to have been true. So essentially, whatever you believe is happening, you're in fact wrong. And this is what you're supposed to figure out during any given life. <laughs> you're wrong. You're just wrong. And that's <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm kind of laughing too because I have Jupiter transiting my midheaven. It's just up at the top of the chart. And so certain things I think about my own tenth house, and I just look at you know I'm supposed to find out right now that that if I have a belief about my job or career or my reputation or anything like that, I'm probably wrong. And it's important for me to you know, just kind of look at that uh, with open eyes. So I've been looking at that. And actually, this um, this is a, a Jupiter a Midheaven Transit for me that is about this um, reconnecting with this guide, Serial, a.k.a. Metatron, to do this event and um, to do ongoing or periodic events of this kind. Con- this kind of powerful clearing out, cleansing uh, event, clearing out energies and emotions, and, and doing healing work for you, um, it is uh, expansion in my tenth house. And so for me, you know, since I met him in two thousand four, my relationship has been on the DL. I've been very quiet about it. I've told like four or five people, uh, just because it's per- it's personal and private. And suddenly it's not. Suddenly, you know, so it's an expansion into my into my midheaven. Um, so my belief about it, I needed to update it by being present. So whatever pattern is occurring in your life, it is you know, you know, whether you like it or not, is based in a belief that is seeded, nurt- and has been nurtured, fostered and watered and tended uh, by you reinforcing it when things happen to you. So it looks like certain things are predestined. The only thing that is predestined. and so here's kind of the crux of it. The only thing that is fated, that will happen, is what you are vibrating will come to you. What you believe will come to you in the form of other people, in the form of experience and opportunities and things that happen to you. So whatever it is you believe will manifest in your world. That is the only thing that's predetermined. So as I teach you how to do astrology in this kind of, you know, Really cool quantum age, aquarian age way is to, you know, to understand your choice and free will and how you fit into this divine uh, tapestry is to put in your hands this knowledge. Oh, I have Pluto in, let's say the 10th house again. Use that example again. I will encounter opportunities to become empowered in the public space. And knowing that you have some beliefs about what it means to do so or not be able to do so, like to be able to or not be able to do so. The only thing that's predetermined is that tenth house things will come your way because you're vibrating them to you. So I say there's no fate because we don't know what you'll choose. We don't know what the outcome is because I don't know what you'll choose. You know, somebody who… Somebody who has, uh, Pluto in the 10th, for example, might over the course of time, um, develop a bunch of power struggles in the community or at work. Uh, you know, things about reputation, respect, ambition, actual job. And that can be reinforced with, oh, well, that's what happens when you do this. You know, that's how it works. But that person can one day say, wait a minute, maybe I should work for myself. Maybe I should. You know, putting words in this person's mouth, express my own free will in a new way and stop walking into these dynamics, even if I don't understand the source of it. What if I just changed how this worked? And so that person can change. And so now, in that new context, that's an empowered thing to work for oneself with Pluto on the 10th. There will still be opportunities for empowerment and powerlessness. In that tenth house environment, there'll still, that'll still happen, but this is one detail that got uh, that got changed. So, so the playing the playing field changes. A person feels more empowered, you know, being a sole proprietor or working for the self. Person can uh, choose certain opportunities, um, you know, let go of uh, opportunities that don't work. But like, there will still be things that that come in. So we do have uh, we do have a caller, uh, Christine. Are you there?
2: Yes, I'm
0: here. Okay, great. So um, let me just uh, uh, pull up your chart here. I think I actually might even still have your your data. You've called before, yeah? Yeah. Okay, great. I just always remember. So is it okay if I give your data to the people so they can follow along if they're so inclined? Yeah. Thank you. May 16th, 1984, 545 a.m., Johnson City, New York. And uh, what's your question, Christine?
2: Um, right now I um, have – Mars transiting my IC and I feel mm. I already feel it's just approaching not exactly conjunct yet but it's a—it's uh-huh. an axis of my chart I've really just ignored completely like trying not to <laughs> at all think about it because those houses are empty and I, I try I just don't care about my family history and my career yeah. and, but no I have to right now and I've right. not thought about not even thought about this at all and I I would just like to ask for your insights on what that
0: yeah 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 what you about well well it's not only that it's on your ic but it's also squaring your pluto and mercury so it's activating that whole bit too uh right so um so yeah mars coming to the ic says action must be taken about the inner world and about the history so you know i, I remember that we've spoken before because i i um i just remember at least one thing i told you before i think you asked me do i have to have contact with people in my family to resolve things, and I said, "Look, you've got this Uranus moon on the South Node, so you know you need freedom, you need space. But but you know, just like I'm talking about tonight, the external things can all be addressed internally. You, you know, the re- the relationships exist to show us who we are, but we can change things on the inside, how you know how we're vibrating and what we're feeling, and what we think our experiences mean. So Mars here, action." You know, wanting to take action, uh, Mars and Leo, self interested action. So, ideally, um, if you can get to the place where you feel uh, you are able to have a joyful gratitude, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up certain places, but if you can get to the place where you're going to have joyful gratitude because of the reflections you've received, essentially, this is a soul setup for you. To need to be separate from family and to pr- try to distance yourself from history because of um, – just like it's a setup between all the souls. Like, oh, yeah, here there are this like four or five, ten of us, whatever. Oh, and this one, she's going to be named Christine, and uh, her her skin's going to crawl every time she looks at all of us. She's got to have freedom. She's got to figure out what that means and separate herself. So this is just kind of like the setup. So Mars coming here says, what can you do about that inner foundation? And I'll say to you, you – know, you know, that will help you. And I'll say, what can you let go and what can you cease taking personally about that history? Because it is – when stuff transits the IC, it comes up in our faces. We can't – you know, we can't deny it. And uh, so that's – does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so
2: actually earlier when you were yeah. talking about being your own boss and yeah. like taking – sort of just taking responsibility for it, here's what I love to do, and making it just what you do. Yeah. And um, so I was thinking about that, like all of, my, all of my ways of being that were not okay to my family or whatever, uh-huh. and they just were not a thing that I could do or whatever, a thing that I didn't want to acknowledge publicly, including being yes. an astrologer myself, and um, yes. now I have to do that, but part of it seems like I'm, I'm supposed to start at the bottom and work my way up, but I have no... Leo, I don't understand what that – Leo and Mars seems like just <laughs> so much. But, like, is there really yeah. that much somewhere where I thought was an empty place before? Must, is there really that yes. much there?
0: Yes. I mean, you have a uh, ruler on the cusp of the fourth, you know, on the IC, which is sun. So, so, I mean, yes, I mean, you, you have a history. South node, in my way of thinking, reflects family and your moon – Is, you know, conjuncted. So yes, there, there is a lot of stuff going on in that fourth house, even though, even though it's empty. But, but, you know, the square to Pluto, I want to talk about this because Pluto natally is square the IC. And so this particular karmic dynamic of Pluto squaring something, it, you know, MCIC axis is being activated. So it's, it's germane, but you know, Pluto in the sixth, you know, can you develop humility? Can you develop something of service? Can you be of use? can you learn to serve without feeling small? That These kinds of questions go with Pluto in the sixth. Pluto in Scorpio, you know, can you tell the truth and, you know, build something useful over time, you know, but Scorpio is a lot about intensity and truth. So for you to tell the truth is very empowering. Now, Square, a Leo I see you know, telling the truth might might not be as important as trying to, you know, in your family of origin, as trying to like, uh, you know, and uh, I, I don't want to insult anybody you came from, but like, oh, let's go have a picnic. And you're like, this thing is wrong. And they're like, you know what, let's talk about that later, but let's go do something together that's fun. And you're like, I wouldn't find that fun because it's not real. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that dogs you in a bunch are not fun. <laughs> Right, they're not amusing the, the, to me. It it dog it dogs you in a bunch of lives, and that's what's being activated right now. Is like, do you know you you know, w- with all due respect, you may have I you know developed an identity of somebody who doesn't have roots. I know that you have kids now. Yes, I like so I that kn- about myself. Yeah, Except I
2: know I also want them, just not the Uranus. ones I have. I want new ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon, moon Uranus and Sagittarius, you know, in the south. I get that. <laughs> I totally get that. But it's like but well you know, the mar the, the mar- any transit here I see, basically anything entering Leo is gonna bring something like this up for you. And because it squares Pluto, the old time or um persistent tension that can exist between um what you have to do, which is Pluto, versus what seems acceptable, which would be like this square to the IC M C axis. So for you You have to Scorpio through, which is a way of saying you have to cut through. You have to, you know, surgically, you know, (laughs) uh, move through uh, and be willing to cut things. As far as like go under the surface to look at what's really there and and pull curtains aside and all that. You have to, you have to be in a you have to be um, in a space where you're willing to look at all those things that you feel deep, deep, deep inside and how they may make you feel small and then excise them one by one that's what the the pluto square the ic and then a mars transit to the ic is like surgically removing things within you that make you feel like you're not good enough and if that was people couldn't support you because that's classic with pluto square the ic what you need to do the family couldn't help you do and couldn't even say you know what that's valid and so so that's this mars transit is wanting you to cut through layers of of pretense that have covered over what really expletiving bothers you about what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, but the purpose, thing, so that'll make sense to you. I hear you kind of like very quietly going.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So um, <laughs> well, my main thing, cause I, it's strange. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Is this an icy thing? Cause I'm so experiencing it as more like, where am I going? Sort of. And a lot of the, like my past, when I first discovered this, I'm like, really? It's my, I see, I'm feeling it like, uh, yeah. I don't know. It feels yeah. like, um, how does it relate to being in opposition to where I'm going? Because that's where I want to be going.
0: <laughs> okay, so so uh, Aquarius Midheaven, is that what you mean, Aquarius Midheaven, that kind of idea? Yeah,
2: yeah, My okay. op- the opposite of that Leo thing, because I'm not, uh-huh. I don't even, I don't know, I'm I like, don't. I don't identify with that Leo. Well, I guess I do. I'm just not. A, I don't know. I do. I want to say that, but at the same time, I like the Aquarius. I want that. That's where uh-huh. I'm going. Okay.
0: Okay. Great. So, um, so telling the truth will set you free. But if you're any any old, this is this is the idea with this whole like dynamic. And I'll get back to the MC in a second. But with this whole dynamic, they're basically a T square, you know, including the angle and Pluto. And with this dynamic, it's like anything that keeps you from You know, uh, truthfully approaching what you need to do and how you need to be, that whole thing needs to get needs to get reworked. So with the, the Aquarius MC, how do you get there? The IC is always the foundation. We cannot go out in the world if we don't understand our IC. We cannot build something in the world. So for you, be free. But understand the history, understand with the gentleness and compassion and some grace the history you come from, so you can create that Aquarius MC. And this Aquarius MC, because midheaven, because it is Square Pluto from the sixth, um, there's a there's a real need to grind away at perceived conventions to tell the truth and to get down to the nitty-gritty. So you will have dynamic tension with the tenth and sixth house always. And you're again, as I was talking earlier in the show, your relationship with that dynamic tension is everything. Because you may find people magnet you know, vibrating to you who say, Oh, I don't I don't even know why you'd want to do that. And you're like, Because it's what I'm doing, because it's who I am. And so you have to just keep pushing and kind of like do this Pluto and Scorpio thing. I will never stop until I do what I really need to do. But that Aquarius midheaven will be freedom being unique and the more you tell the truth in the sixth house the more you find stuff can open up in that 10th house in, in, a un, in a unique way maybe the way you do things uh, is um completely on left field as far as other people are concerned but it, if it vibrates it's true people will respond do you know what i'm saying
2: yes that's why I, I was so when i was thinking about this i was like yeah everyone's pulling me into being that thing but i'm like there's nothing from below other than me just having to go, like deal with it. There's no people from my past aren't calling me up. It's people from my future.
0: Right, right. But for but your yeah, relationship maybe with I've your...
2: changed my attitude. It's the the I've powered it through be... and gotten you know accessing my own Pluto, my relationship to where I came from. Is that how I've
0: like? How yeah, I'm it could be. Them? It definitely could be. It definitely could be if people from your future are calling you, then yes. Just make sure though because the Mars transit to the IC says it, it is time to do something proactive about the history. But yeah, if you have people from your MC calling you, then it does reflect that you're doing something with that Pluto in a good way. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. All that all that makes sense? Yeah. Okay, great. Christine, thanks for calling.
2: Thank you.
0: You're welcome. So I'm going to take my second break, and then we're going to come back with another caller question. This is Tom Jacobs on The Soul's Journey. Uh, Stick with me. I'll be right back.
1: For answers to help you navigate life, the book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth, Saint Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds. Why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it. And tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com.
0: Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from TDJacobs.com. And uh, uh, the next caller is on the line. Um, uh, are you there, Robin? Yes,
3: I am.
0: Great, Robin. Thanks for calling. And uh, is it okay if I share your birth data with the listeners so they can follow along? Uh
3: huh. But it's actually 11.18 8, in the morning,
0: not 11.08. <laughs> oh, okay. 11.18 in the Okay, great. So uh, June 14th, 1961, 11.18 a.m in Pomona, California. So let me let me edit this just to make sure. Even though it's only ten minutes, it's you know, things can change. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. It just makes Pluto more prominent. Hey, so uh, so what can I do for you today?
3: Well I was <laughs> just wondering if you see anything just basically general. I don't know what I mean, okay. I don't I don't care what you see or just whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, right on. right on I mean the first thing that jumps out at me is um, the, just this, this, Pluto in the first house on the ascendant, but conjunct the North Node. And if if you listen to the show, you you may have heard s- some stuff about this. But I'll tell you, the North Node is what we what we're not very familiar with, and Pluto is something we have to do to make life feel meaningful. So when Pluto is conjunct or next to the North Node, we have this um, need to transform, but it's in brand new territory and nobody that we know can tell us how to do it or teach us or even model it so so for you the biggest one of the biggest things in your life to do is to make the decision about what you want and then do something about it unapologetically it's like a it's like a major major life theme that no matter what other people say or do cuz now we also have Chiron on the descendant Chiron's about woundedness sometimes and uh and on the descendant other people and the, it's on the South node, which means that you've experienced a lot of people's you know, God bless everybody, you've experienced a lot of people's whiny crap over a bunch of lives and uh-huh. felt it very deep felt it very deeply and perhaps absorbed yep. it for yourself. So so for you to you know to go in your own direction unapologetically, without shame, without here's a big a big one for you, without guilt. That you have to leave some people behind who can't travel with you in the, the direction of free will, choice, and responsibility. Does that make sense to you? Yep, it really does. <laughs> so I would suggest you look at everybody in your life as you know. This this is my flowery phrasing, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> look at I, I mean I use this with clients all the time. Um, but but look at all those people who's, who's they don't know how to deal with their pain or want you to help them. Look at them as divine beings. Look at them as portions of goddess and God and all that is and all this, whatever. And look at them as cycling through suffering in a way that, you know, from their perspective, they're looking for help. Well, you're also trying to figure out how much help you can afford to be to other people. So when you make self-interested decisions, you know, developing independence, which is a hallmark of Pluto on the Ascendant, Pluto in the First House – it's like you have to be self-determined and independent if you're going to be sane and uh you know that you have to do those things but when you know other people say but you were helping me with this thing how can you leave me you say i care about you and i have to do this for myself i have to do this and Robin what I want to say to you is that in a bunch of lives you have looked into the tearing up eyes of a loved one and the person says, don't leave. And you don't leave and you regret it forever.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. So, this
3: is true what so, you're saying because it's all going on right now.
0: Yeah, it's all going on oh, right yeah. now. Uh-huh. It, it is. is. <laughs> I mean, it, that's the kind of thing that like I was talking earlier in the show about stuff that will come at you to a person again and again. Because it's in your field. And so beliefs that you may carry that I would, I would invite you to look at and, and you can change them through affirmations. But like, like, um, maybe it looks like this, uh, this person you care about. And it, it could be a family member. It could be a spouse or someone you're dating or sibling. It could be anybody. Uh, but it's most likely personal life, you know, as opposed to yeah. who you are in the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, 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 um, do you believe this person cannot make it without you? You know, Do you believe that you are the only person who can like anchor this person's healing? And if you believe that, then change the belief because that's the belief that keeps you there. What would happen to this person if I left? There's a belief about what would happen. But that person is a portion of God, just like you are. And your chart says, I, as goddess and God, <laughs> named Robin – temporarily, I need to free myself from some of these patterns and so it's kind of like the divine play and it's perfect but for you know it's a it's a long-term journey about you uh, you know negotiating your relationship with other people's suffering
3: yeah I don't know that's really true
0: yeah so that, thats, that's like a, a huge... little
3: circle I keep doing the same thing with and it's like everybody like every so many years uh, here it is yes.
0: again Yes. Well, it's in a bunch of lives for you, so it's gonna happen in a bunch of lives. It's like, there are these major defining events that are very difficult. Like, you can't, you know, like, um, I mean, well, here's just a bunch of random examples that fit this pattern. You know, basically random. Maybe one of them, you know, more or less fits something from your life. Pr- maybe not. But like, uh, somebody who is a recovering addict, who needs you to hold his or her hand, like a parent or a sibling or a spouse or something, and the person just cannot deal if you're not there. Uh, Another one is somebody who is handicapped. Another one is somebody who has experienced grief and loss and didn't know how to grieve and process it. Uh, Another one is somebody who didn't feel loved by his or her own parents and is relying on you to do that. All these kinds of things are what will hound you in a bunch of lives in different ways. It may be more specific for you, but, but basically your soul says, I need to learn at some point how to say, I love you, but I cannot do that for you anymore. And the other person's soul is saying, I need to hear that from you taking care of yourself. So that's why I say it's perfect. It's like, it's like souls in cahoots. To drive you to help somebody else come into better self care on his or her own. Does that make sense?
3: So basically, like, say no more to that to my to him and say that's it, no more.
0: Well, yeah, with compassion because right. it, it, you know, with compassion, but say, look, you know, and and, and when I say this, I don't mean to insult him, but like, you know, right. it's like everyone has to grow up and everyone has to learn how to become. The adult he or she wants to be, and a lot of times with with Ky- this chiron thing that's about the pain and the suffering. A lot of times, um, when we have it, and other people come to us with it, it, it it has this thing where we have to become the kind of parent for ourselves that we didn't have because we're waiting for someone to love us in the right way. Mm-hmm. So, so for him, whatever the issue is, you know, for you to say, yeah, I can't do this no more, but you can do this. And help him see how he can actually come out of that space he's in. Then he has free will. He can say, I'm not doing it. Or he can say, gosh, great advice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it is something that it's like – I don't want to say that you've never done it in any life. But it's like a final frontier to process through this, to work through it, and to look that person in the eye and say, I love you and – I can't keep dragging this thing with us, it, 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 but but that's kind of what your your chart says that it's real important for you to to learn how to say no, essentially. But I love you, but I have to say no, that kind of thing.
3: I think that's a lot of the problems. I don't say no to anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, <do> whatever. well,
3: whatever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, okay, well, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you do have this this south note things, you know, and then you also have. Um, Moon in Cancer is very sweet and wants to help people, you know, and um, yeah, so so you have like a, several indicators of um, I really don't want to hurt you, mm-hmm. but what, what it's going to be I think it's going to be important for you to get to is to understand that everybody is creating the situation he or she needs. So if you need to say no to act in your own best interests, the other person needs to hear no to ha- to be to be pushed into what he or she needs to do.
3: I, know, I get and so afraid. That, My son always yeah, tells me, yeah. "You need to quit being so afraid to stand up." I I, I just can't.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a good teacher for you, yeah. But okay. but again, with compassion, and you don't you're not trying to hurt people, though right? They may no, I never hurt. do. Right, but I mean, they will be hurt during that some some of them. But you just you. you but the other thing is, make sure you don't feel guilty about saying no. Just and understand, you have to do it to be kind to yourself. Finally, you know, to be good to yourself. So that's well, what I have to, for you. Today.
3: I do. You feel guilty when you say no, because in my mind, I think, okay, well, I have a day off, so I guess I can go do that.
0: Right. But you also need to do your stuff and have a hobby and enjoy being alive for yourself and make your own decisions, too. Yeah. Well, Robin, thank you for calling and thank you for sharing all this. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Be well. You're welcome. And then uh, with a few minutes left, we have – Uh, is Jesse on the, on the phone? Hello. Jesse, is that you?
3: Yes.
0: Great, great, great. So, um, yeah, so, um, are, am I looking at your birth chart tonight or you just want to ask me a question about the spirit stuff?
3: Um, also looking at the chart.
0: Yeah, good. Okay. So let's, um, let me just see. Yeah, I think I do have it. Is it okay if I tell my listeners because some of them are students and they follow along? Yeah. I tell you the data. Okay, great. So it's Jesse and the birth data April 9th, nineteen eighty nine, and I have five p.m. in Chicago. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, great. So and so your question is about um feeling spirit around you, right? Um, yeah. So tell me, t- just give me like a couple sentences on that to give me some direction because I see a bunch of stuff in your chart. I would tell you, uh, but but give me give me some direction. Like, how does it feel when you when you feel it?
3: Well. Before, it was really more so just kind of, like, seeing them here and there, but lately mm-hmm. it's been more so, like, they kind of tried to, I guess, maybe communicate to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. like, really don't know how, or, like, to handle it, or, like, what it okay. is about me, I guess. I just kind of want to know, like, why me, or, like, how to go about it.
0: Okay, good. So the first question, why you? It's because, um, and I'll tell you, you have your, your south known in the 12th house, which is the house of, you know, doing this weird stuff and being in these other realms, you know, living in this way we can't explain or we don't understand. It's a lot about stuff we can't control. So you've experienced in a bunch of lives stuff you can't control and you have learned how to go with the flow in certain ways. But this is a next step for you. To learn to be comfortable with what you can't see. That's that's a next step for you. So why you? It's, it's coming to you because you need to learn how to either – well, how to understand why it happens and what to do. So that's the first thing. Um, now, I'll tell you getting very specific and asking this kind of question is really good. But getting specific about what you do about it because a lot of this – and this is growth for you in this life – is to get – specific and make decisions and establish some daily routines in whatever part of life is difficult because it because your north Node's in the sixth house and um i know that you know my student and uh uh that's how that's how we're getting connected here and i know she has a very heavy sixth house and so you know you can even ask her what does it mean to live in the sixth house and she can tell you but there's a lot of paying attention to daily routine and making choices that set you up up to change things for the better, so that's that idea. But but for you, um, you're being called out to to learn about this part of life, like people. Different people have a light that's on. It's like a porch light. And these spirits can come in and say, Oh my God, her light's on. I want to go talk to her. And you never turn the light on. It's just on. And I have this as a medium because I talk to dead people. I talk to, you know, ascended masters and and angels and stuff. And um, so it's coming to you. So you learn how to do it. Now, what I recommend is being really, really clear that you'll only, like, exercising your free will and being clear, but you will only deal with beings that you invite in. That's the first step. That's a good, okay. that's a boundary. So for you, like if they're just showing up, say up, oh, not in my house. If I invite you in, you are welcome. You are not welcome here. So you must leave that kind of thing. Like we have these fears for movies and TV that we can't say no, that we're just going to get overwhelmed. But the fact is that we can, we can say no. And if we believe we have the right to say no, then it's true and then we make that happen does that make sense yeah okay but you will feel somebody like rubbing on your arm or surrounding you and you'll get a little nervous so it, so you just kind of have to get used to saying no and i um the other thing is um uh, on my homepage, on tdjacobs.com, there's a, there's a link to download an MP3 meditation, a free 13-minute MP3. And I'm going to recommend, Jesse, that you go get that because it helps you ground to the earth, which is the other thing I want to tell you to do. When you're grounded to the earth, like cords from your body into the earth itself, then you're, sta- you're more stable and you're more able to to you know be sensitive to when things come to you and say no to them. And like I had an experience once where somebody followed me like a spirit. I was walking in a park at night and somebody followed me home. I, I wasn't grounded and I said, no, get away from me. And it wouldn't work. When I got grounded, then I had the power. I had the strength. And I said, you know, I said no, you can't follow me. And then the part, you know, this, this person couldn't follow me. So we have to be grounded. So that's, that's the major thing that I'll, that I'll invite you to do. And the other thing is to clear out all energies that don't belong to you. All the time. And that's part of that meditation MP3. But it's like it's a it's a huge it's a huge thing because these beings will come to you and talk to you and you're like, why me? But the thing is that it's important for you to learn to deal, you know, effectively in a grounded way without being scared with those things. And I'm telling you, you can do it, but maybe you just never learn. But it's maybe it's time for you to learn all that stuff. But thank you for calling. We're actually we're actually out of time. But but Jesse, thank you for calling.
3: No, thank you.
0: Okay. Take care. Uh, so, thanks again for everybody for uh, thanks for all the calls and thank you for uh, listening to the Soul's Journey. I'm Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and you do not want to miss the uh, the Saturday 8:31, 3 p.m. Pacific the, the the clearing event, the energy channeling clearing event. So, uh, keep in touch with me through tdjacobs.com and uh, join me next week. Bye bye.
1: You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's T-D-J-A-C-O-B-S dot